welcome back to Connecticut Inside Out, the semi, no, I'm sorry, the biannual podcast about the state of Connecticut. I'm Steve Gifford. I'm Tim Gabriel. And I'm on-air host, Amanda Gabriel. Just and, kidding. Ew, gross. Ew. And, and folks, and we are here with a celebrity. That, 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 <laughs> is, that is clearly true. But I need to tell you something, and it's very important, because everywhere I go, if I'm walking through New Haven, if I'm driving through the back roads of Reading, mm-hmm. if I am walking with a llama through Cromwell, true story, tell you later, people come up to me and they say, What's going on in Connecticut? Where's the podcast? And most importantly, who's going to turn Connecticut inside out? Well, we've decided to unlock this episode. Um, you know, we've, we've been actually continuing with the podcast for our elite membership who we have, ha- have donated at the maximum level. And, Zero dollars. <laughs> and, and, and folks, we're very sorry that you haven't done that. But here is a very important update because honestly, the state of Connecticut being the most crucial state in the nation. Mm-hmm. We need to update you on what's going on on Connecticut inside out. Tucker has things to say about that. So here we are in September 2022. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, okay. Right. 2022. Yes, correct. Could side, side anybody's note. guess. Really. Side note. Something that just dates any show set in the past is if they say 2001 or something. Because in 2001, we didn't say 2001. We said 2001. 2001. And it, they, people say it, and I don't, know, I don't know why no one consults on that. Yeah, it's very strange. Anyway, mm-hmm. Tim, in this year of our Lord, 2022, mm-hmm. what's going on? Um, I don't know. You know, I've, uh, if you were to ask anybody on the street, I don't think that they would know it, that anything is going on in Connecticut. Is it the land of steady habits, and that has continued to this day. Cool. Dr. Amy Chai is about <laughs> to get elected to, a, to something. This is going to be a shockingly short podcast at this rate. Yeah. So we do have an election going on. Honestly, there nationally, there are a lot of questions. Mm. Mem and Oz yeah. is one of those questions. I, hear, I feel that like I'm solid. I'm, we have, there, there, there are many questions nationally, but um, it does feel, even though I... Literally today, just drove through the great town of Greenwich. Great town feels weird. Mm. You say great state, you don't say great. Anyway, well, I gre- drove- and Greenwich also is deserving of a little more than a great as an adjective. I, it's Greenwich, it, my dear. It's I drove through the perfectly nice town of Greenwich with nine foot stone walls that do not feel like they would be up to code anywhere else. Passive aggressive um, there, Gifford. <clears throat> there were many Bob signs. There were many Lenore Levy signs. And yet somehow I do Greenwich? not. <clears throat> That's very off brand uh, for them. Uh, on the particular road I was on, I what don't think it was a on? representative sample. That's Literally Lamont don't has know. has a hometown advantage there. It's wherever I took my GPS, the GPS took me to the Greenwich Country Club. Mm. Low-key brag, not bragging. Um, <laughs> but like, it does not feel like there is a lot of controversy in our statewide elections. Like. Because we all know what's going to happen. I it doesn't feel like Johanna Hayes is losing a ton of sleep. Mm. Um, it doesn't seem like Jim Himes maybe knows who his opponent is. Um, Ned Lamont's doing fine. I certainly don't. No, no. Nor should you. That 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 is yeah. a solid choice. Ned Lamont seems like he cares about seventeen percent less maybe yes. than last time. Yes. Ro- Rosa Deloro is uh, very very involved in winning elections. 
outside of Connecticut because she has a yeah. bunch of money and she has a bunch of allies and she's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe one of you had some insight into her opponent or her opponent on the independent line. Yeah, I can't tell you who her, her uh, Republican opponent is. I, he may or may not exist. Um, but there, there is, thankfully, there are some independent candidates running. <laughs> Um, So so it appears that Connecticut, in addition to being the land of steady habits, is the land of Schrodinger's Republican candidate who may or may not exist. Right. One can never tell. Right. It just depends on it. Unless they're endorsed on Truth Social. (laughs) (laughs) Truth Social, which is, you know, monumentally important in the Connecticut elections. Where I go Mm -hmm. for all my news. So Amy Chai, she got she got. um, It's Dr. Dr. Chai. Dr. Chai. She got knighted by the queen. Uh, but didn't tell anybody about it. <laughs> so, uh, like, like the the if you, <laughs> which is a thing that absolutely happens. The queen it was, I should say, rest her soul. I guess probably. I don't know. Um, she was the, so old. She was just knighting the, whoever the, at that point. But the queen was notoriously reticent and not at all public or obvious <laughs> about who she knighted or who she recognized. She would do. Th- crazy things in public. In I know private, we were rather. talking about mm-hmm. Connecticut, but can we just take a, a little bit quick, of a wild gal. I want to just take a quick detour to the fact that like I am much less tolerant of a king <gasps> than I am of like a sweet little old lady who licked corgis and like so, was sort of responsible for a bunch of colonialism. How dare so, you besmirch li- the history I, of the United States uh, by uh, not uh, bowing to the king? Um, Amanda, literally you are expressing the uh, pervasive point of view of several Caribbean islands who are definitely going to say, you know what? Reprinting our money seems like a lot of work. Like, why? It's a waste of resources for what? For, like, some weird guy? No thanks. It, n- like, yeah. Who no, is it, he even? Like, the At fact, least she had dogs. The fact that know. they put up with an 80-year-old on their currency was one thing, but some random dude, yeah, that... that that's yeah. probably not going to work. That's the, the end of this is this is the way the British Empire ends. Is just you know they kind of get bad vibes. So from like this guy. people shouldn't be mascots, right? But like the Queen, like this little this little old lady with a couple of corgis running around was like very cute. It was like a cute look for England, and it was the only reason why it was tolerated. So I think for as long as it was tolerated. What we're saying her. here is that vibes killed mascots. Mm-hmm. That's yes. what I heard. Yes. Yes. That seems that 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 seems obvious. Ab- I mean. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So. The real question is, will the Australians and the Canadians throw off their uh, colonial yokes? Well, I think that they're like, they're still, it's still like the king and queen, but they're not the head of state anymore. So like, who cares? I guess. Well, they're, I don't know. they're always yeah. the head of state, but there's some random Canadian who is the governor of Governor General. Yeah, I don't know, And who's like man. the continuity. Like, president versus prime minister is real complicated. It's hard to get into. Um, and and it, it really comes down to... What I mean, appear was Trudeau getting any advice from not the even queen, the tiniest though? bit? Like I don't right. think he was. No. And like I feel like if if Prince Ch- or King Charles the Third was like, here Trudeau, I'm going to give you some advice. Trudeau would be like, no. But but the the it's a hard pass. It's yeah. it, there's a continuity thing where who is the last British Prime Minister that anyone respected? And the answer is it's really hard to come up with because they've all been terrible. I can only remember Theresa May and Boris Johnson. Neither of them were respected. <laughs> no, not even obviously the not. not. Yes. And yeah. and who was before that? That guy, David Cameron, who's the guy no. who Cameron. fucked all this up in the first place. Yeah. We can say that we have. He was like, let's do, let's do Brexit. Right? It'll be funny. 
Oh. Well, no, he, he was saying let's put it to a vote oh, yeah. because it'll go down because there's he no did way not that understand his populace at yeah. all. Yeah. And now he's going to lose Scotland. So yeah. he, we didn't respect him either. So <laughs> No. But like, I mean, seriously, though, like you should lose Scotland. Like, I feel bad for Scotland. They didn't want to even Brexit. What is remarkable is that Scotland is like, we would like to stay part of the U- European Union, be our own country. We'll keep Charles. It's they're going to do a Canada. They're going to they want to <laughs> pull gonna, a Canada. They're going to pull a Canada. Yeah. That's exactly right. Which pulling like I think Canada. is kind of smart. So is Connecticut pulling a Canada? I'm sorry, I'm pulling it back to this and that was really didn't make any sense at all. We yeah. just took a little detour. It's fine Absolutely. For, the, for the royal, royal so family. For that, all the money that is in my wallet right now, can anyone name the Republican candidate for state treasurer? Uh How much money ooh. is in your wallet right now? Yeah. I mean, Not that the, much, but Still, no. Can I use a phone? Can no. I phone a friend? No, you absolutely can't. Because mm, I feel like my dad would know. I mean, maybe. That was kind of a hot race for the Democrats, too. And, and I mean, I don't, surprise, I don't. surprise, so, honestly, surprise. The Democrats are fighting over a seat. Yeah. Honestly, Sorry. for, for <laughs> one penny that I will go find later, can anyone name the Democratic candidate for state treasurer? Yes. Is that Sean Scanlon? Is that the one he's running for? No, he's running for comptroller. Okay, I believe. Can anyone explain the difference between Stephanie a comptroller and a Thomas, treasurer? I want to say that sounds like a real person. Yeah, Is that the? No, I think that's it right. It might be a real right person. One. Yeah. All right, one yeah. penny to take. Hi everybody, this is Tim, and uh, just coming in to say the state treasurer uh, candidate under the Democratic ticket is Eric Russell, uh, and the state secretary of state. Uh, candidate for under the Democratic ticket, uh, the endorsed candidate, that is, is Stephanie Thomas. So we did get this confused uh, in this next segment. Please forgive me. I um, I actually knocked some doors for Eric Russell uh, as part of um, some of my union's efforts. So I probably should have known that. And um, we probably shouldn't be misinforming the public, although that's largely what we do here on Connecticut Inside Out. Uh, anyways, taking you way off topic, and I'm going to leave you right back where we were in the conversation. Three, two, one, go. I, uh, the only thing that I remember about her is that she, like, as soon as she won, uh, I got an email from her. I'd never signed up for anything from her. Amazing. And I got an email that was just like, I want to clear the record for a minute. That was the first line. Yes. That's and, a and, violation of the can spam. And I was spam like, act. I, I don't saying. know that, that we picked the right person there. <laughs> and, and from your point of view, the record was fine. Right. <laughs> the record was very neutral. <laughs> so... In the town of North Haven. But I like Sean Scanlon. Sean Scanlon seems perfectly nice. Listen, I've and met him like, a few He gets times. bonus points because his wife is awesome. His, his and like he's got good taste in in uh, a life partner because uh, Megan's amazing. His Facebook seems amazing. He had a little baby just recently, I think. Well, I mean, that's fine. But like, I, I just feel like... Yeah, maybe I should run for something. I got good taste in a, in a life partner. Aww, yeah, you do. sweet. You're so <laughs> sweet to me. So in the town of North Haven... We actually don't have that much competition for the state any. legislature. We don't have no. any. Because did somebody run against the state senator? No. No one did. So there's. Oh. Not from I North think there's even. technically the Wallingford uh, Democratic Party chair is running against Paul Chicarella. He she's on the ballot, but she's not campaigning. Um, and I think that seems very check the block. Yeah. Okay. I, think the I idea mean, like, was that's like, her job though, as as like a, a town chair. Like that's what you're supposed to right. do. Sure. You know? And she's, sure. she's a perfectly nice person. I met her sure. before. Yeah. Um, there's there is a Green Party candidate who is not going to win, but he's on the ballot as well. Makes sense. Um, is he good? Like I don't know. He seems fine. Okay. Yeah, he seems like he has generally good politics. I am, for reasons that Amanda will vaguely understand, but not really. 
Um, I am mildly fascinated by Ava Bermudez, who is running for the 30th Senate District, which is the northwest corner deep in Litchfield County. Okay. And the only reason I know it is because I've looked at giant mansions in Litchfield County. Hmm. Um, I don't actually think she lives there. She's from... Ava Bermudez is from, like, Waterbury Outskirts. No, she's oh, from... Newtown, that's she right. She was in but Newtown, she, yeah. Her, the only thing she's actually been elected to is Board of Ed, but she ran for... Uh, I think Lieutenant Governor. Governor Lieutenant Governor. Point. She's a bad man pajama too. Like she's yeah. cool. She's cool. But she's running as a state rep from New yeah. Milford, and it seems odd. Well, she she's a sort of a known yeah. commodity because yeah. she is like she has a lot of activist she, like she, wares. Yes, she's which makes pro, her sort of known. She, she's in, like pro organizing. Which yeah. like, honestly, she's like Justin right. Farmer, and that like every single picture you so, yeah. sort of see him in for some which reason makes <laughs> it weird that you would run for state senator in the 30th district, which seems like very rural and very Republican. Yeah, um, although Bob Miner is retiring there, so it's an open seat, kind of. Yeah. Um, the idea of people like living in the places that they're supposed to run, <coughs> George Logan. Um, oh my God! Is uh, it's, it's so it's an outdated. Wait, concept. where is he running? Let's, let's talk Where's about George running? Logan. For yeah, a let's moment. talk about him. George Logan is running against Johanna Hayes. Technically, the fifth. Oh, he's running against. Jo- that's he a, is. That's like he's a. He's yeah. really so trying to take a step up he there. Is a, he is a mm-hmm. former state senator. Yeah. yeah. He used Not to go to my the sister's school. Mm-hmm. He used to go to yeah. like the Ansonia School District oh, to visit yeah. the kids there. He's, but He's checking all the boxes, too. He's taking pictures with the anti-mask he, mandate people. He's checking the worst Ew. box. So yeah. what is notable about George Logan is that while he was a state senator, he represented a district in Fairfield County that is serviced by United Illuminating. And that becomes relevant because because he's an Eversource. He works for dude. Eversource, yeah. <laughs> but now he's running for the fifth district, which nationally, like when national people look at this, they're like, "Oh yeah, maybe Johanna Hayes is not the greatest. Fine, we'll we'll rate it as slightly democratic or something." Because mm-hmm. she's only been there a couple of years. It's but this his, guy works for the very devil? historically. Yeah. That like, seems like that's all she has work, to say. Is like work, any debate that she has, it's like, that's work, the Eversource dude right there. That's the Eversource George one. Logan has worked for the company <laughs> that left the entire district without power for like a week and a half. Like, yeah. I feel On like that's like a quarter you don't get of August yes. in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, Amanda, why do you know this specifically? Because it really pissed me off when we didn't have when power. When you lost power. For like three and a half days, I which was not the same. feel like as, it's a thing. Yeah. No. And like I was keeping track and I was like, oh, we've been without power for 10% of August. Cute. Well, well we, but, we were UI too. And like and I, we were lucky. We were looking online. They were like, you, you UI people have got it pretty good right now. It, this is the Except sign of like a failed state. Like, like we can't keep the lights on. I'm sorry, no. Amanda. I, are you telling me, are we led to believe that in the state of Connecticut, we should not expect hurricanes and storms and trees falling down? Uh, I mean, occasionally we should, but we should not expect to be without power for 10% of August because we got hit by two consecutive hurricanes. But like... During a global pandemic. But like in, in, in the state of Connecticut, we get hurricanes, yes? I mean... I think so. Traditionally, we've gotten hurricanes like once every 50 years-ish. We've had like we, one hurricane before. We are aggressively on the water. We are on the water, but we don't usually get hurricanes because sure. Long Island takes the hit for us. Right. Thank you, Long Island. So, so, so were it not for Long Island, Tucker, were it not for Long Island, we're right on the water. 
And you would think that utility companies in our footprint would be ready for the fact that hurricanes would occasionally come this way. I mean, they've been hacking up pretty trees left and right. Not sure. like productive ones. Like yeah. they won't come take the one down in my backyard. Let, but I, like, I I drive through Redding, Connecticut. Shout out Redding. Um, on a fairly regular the aesthetics I, of that. Like people are all upset. Characters of the neighborhood. People are all upset changed. about like. It, like income friendly housing but like you, what you should be upset about is the hack jobs that these utility companies are doing on our trees so as somebody who drives through Redding um, Redding still looks lovely routinely I don't know what hack job happened but there's a lot of trees but on almost every yard you will see signs that either say um, Eversource save our trees or Eversource bury the lines like throughout um, Reddit. Like join the 21st century and put in fiber optic lines underground like it's the normal people. It's weird do. how that works. No. It's weird how that works. So, folks, we're back. <laughs> Connecticut, <laughs> Connecticut we're Inside back. Out. We're reading books. It's 2022. We have, we have turned Connecticut Inside Out. It's like we've never left. On popular demand, we are here to look at the large issues. And the very small but still large issues facing Connecticut. On behalf of Connecticut Inside Out, on behalf of Tim and Amanda, thank you so much for listening. Subscribe, this like, do whatever you need to do. We'll uh, see see you in a year. We will. <laughs> I, the, like that that is our standard. You're still listening. Mm-hmm. You need to really investigate why you are still subscribed to this podcast, but we appreciate it. This man speaks for all of us. We have so much content. 95.9 The Fox. <laughs> and also, Amanda is more famous than any of us. Amanda, all she's ever in were. greener pastures. And I am not. She is. Listen, I only am in greener pastures because they needed a lady who could have a microphone. You're FCC regulated. We could say whatever. I, I, that, that, you, you are held that to is, a higher standard. That is a solid <laughs> choice. Such a high standard. <laughs> Such a I high standard. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of the Connecticut Senate, thank you. And 9500 bucks. And me in whatever project. Thanks, Tim. Time's gone inside out. Time gets to start it with. There's a tense gravity. I don't got time for holy rolling.